Hey, what's poppin? Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Adim and those of you who will be discussing sneakers. Good vibes. So let's get right into what I have to share with you today. Sneaker terminologies are basically terms used in the world of sneakers to communicate, express our opinions as sneakerheads. And generally, these terms are very, very important because in the world of sneakers, a lot of things go on that require you to have proper understanding of what these terms are in such a way that it helps you to actually easily communicate with people in the world of sneakers and basically from the terms and words you use. Another sneakerhead around the corner might be able to actually like get the feel of yeah this is someone in the culture this is someone that understands what the culture is all about and that is gets your communication flowing and to an extent these are just words that as a sneakerhead it is necessary that you know so basically like I really just like to like give you an insight about some of these words. And the first word on this list of words that I'll be sharing with you today is backdooring. Backdooring is basically not like a terminology, but it's, it's just like a term that is usually used in the world of sneakers or in the culture of sneakers. And this is a situation whereby um, a particular sneaker or a particular design of a sneaker or a sneaker that is said to be released is actually being sold in a manner that is not as it should. Manner that is not as it should in the sense that singers are supposed to be released at specific times and um, at specific stores based on whatsoever brand is releasing the sneaker and what set of supply method is being incorporated to make sure that the sneakers reach the final consumers. But then there's actually a bridge or a door that is being created at the back. That is back door. And basically, this bridge or this door that is created actually gives people that are willing to actually buy into the sneakers to make profits, which are people that we call sneaker resellers and all of these people. This actually gives them the opportunity to buy the sneakers in quantities that are more than the quantity a person should purchase. Because basically, a person is just one person that wants to buy a sneaker. You should buy something in your size, and that's all. But then these people. Who are here to cop sneakers in various sizes in such a way that they have enough for them to actually resell based on their own understanding of what they think this sneaker is and how well they think the price will do when they flip the sneaker. So backdooring is just a process of people trying to bridge the way that a sneaker is supposed to be released to the public. And this is a major issue when it comes to sneakers because a lot of the OG sneaker heads, people that actually collect sneakers because they love sneakers and they just want to have a feel of what the various sneakers that are being released looks like or what they feel like on fit are actually being robbed of that opportunity because then you actually you actually have to buy a sneaker at a resale price which is a secondary market price that is actually higher than the retail price you understand so basically if a sneaker has been released for like let's say a hundred dollar you are probably going to be paying like let's say two thousand for it based on the hype and also probably the difficulty that such reseller has gone through before they could actually cop that sneaker so this basically poses a major challenge for people in the culture because people that actually 
buy sneakers for keeps and just people that actually like want to have the sneaker in their collection because of the memories and what they feel about the sneaker can't actually have that opportunity to curate the whole art and experience the fish for themselves concerning sneakers like this and backdooring has actually been a major issue and we've experienced such issues with brands like nike adidas and i don't think new balance has had much of a backdooring problem but however well, this is something that is imminent in culture of sneakers and one way or the other has created like this world around backdooring that gives sneakers an impression of um, a supply that is being breached so basically backdooring covers those unexpected or illegal processes of getting sneakers so another word is bread bread basically is b r e d it is coined from the word black and red this refers to sneakers that are in the color of black and red and um, this whole idea originated from the nike head jordan one sneaker that came or was released in black and red colorway when it's actually debuted as a sneaker for Michael Jordan in the 1980s and this sneaker actually became a staple because of just how beautiful black and red suits a lot of people and the fact that it was also the Chicago Bulls jersey color that made so much sense for a lot of people and the fact that Michael Jordan was also able to play in that um, colorway made it colorway that stood out over time and we've seen other brands incorporate this same bread colorway in their sneakers like we saw with the easy 350v2 which had a black and red colorway and to be honest this is just a sneaker colorway that over time has been repeated in so many ways in such a way that the sneaker world or the world of sneakers or the sneaker culture has actually formed the world from black and red which is bread so basically when the sneaker head says i like those bread sneakers or the edge of the one bread or the easy bread you understand that they're talking about the sneaker that has a black and a red um, colorway to its um, general overview. Another word is flip. Flip is a word that is used in different areas of life, but in the world of sneakers, it means more than just the usual word. When you say a sneaker is flipped, or when you say a sneaker can be flipped, basically you are trying to say that this sneaker will do well when you resell it. You understand? That means it will do well when you actually sell it off than you having it in your collection. So imagine if you're buying a sneaker when it releases for retail at like say uh, an approximate of like let's say $160 to a $70, you understand? It might actually go up in price based on the scarcity of the sneakers, also the design matters, the storytelling, and generally what people think about them. For example, you can have such a sneaker as the Nike Edge or the One Low Travis, the Reverse Mohawk. Basically, that is a sneaker that when it was released, the retail price, I can't really figure out what the retail price is. But however, we, the retail price and what the sneaker is selling for on the secondary market has a very, very, very big differential to it. And that is just because of the hype that is being created by sneaker heads and the world of sneakers around these particular sneakers and also just the overall look of the sneakers how premium it looks adds to it so much in such a way that um, the sneakers by itself has been seen as a sneaker that is a staple and for every 
sneakerhead you want to have this collection in your sneaker collection like basically you want to have the beetles you want to have the, uh, the grass mohas you want to have the olives that are set to release so basically these are sneakers that you know are the person that if you flip them you get more funds and basically for sneakerheads a lot of people that are into actually reselling they see these sneakers as like the eat the eat in such a way that you can make sure that you try to find your way to get the sneakers and you can easily just flip them to make some cash and that is actually one of the issues that a lot of people face because to an extent people that actually want the sneakers for what they have can't get them because a lot of people are just flipping sneakers because of the funds and not because of their personal feeling about the sneakers and this is really messing up what the culture of sneakers should be actually another word is p p basically means player exclusive or player edition and these are sneakers that are specifically designed to fit a certain athlete they might be basketball players or they might be american football players so you can have those in the form of actual basketball sneakers or you can have them in the form of football cleats and these player exclusive sneakers have been released over the years in such a way that we've had very very distinct sneakers tailored to fit the experience and the need of different athletes in the world of basketball and in the world of football so these sneakers are usually not available to the public based on their exclusivity but we've had situations whereby brands have actually released this player exclusive sneaker to the world to actually have them in a wider spectrum and the reason for this is usually because of the likeness of um, people towards the sneakers when they see different athletes rock them during matches during games and they're like oh this color is nice i like the design behind this i like all that this sneaker means and to an extent it gives brands an insight of okay yeah, probably if we release the sneakers on wider spectrum we might actually create something for people that really want to buy into this and that's basically has been the whole idea behind play exclusive sneakers so generally play exclusive sneakers are usually just designed for the athletes and they are not really released on a wider spectrum for people to have a feel of them but for someone like pj talker he has a lot of play exclusive sneakers that you wouldn't expect and you're like those sneakers are supposed to be specifically for just an athlete but then there are situations whereby different athletes have let's say extra pairs in such a way that they can gift to their fellow athletes and i think that's how he has also been able to actually create his own collection around like a lot of play exclusive sneakers whatever way makes a lot of sense so next on the list is the word tts it's not even a word basically it is an abbreviation for true to your size and that is something very nice because a lot of people when you get sneakers you might actually feel like you got in a sneaker you picked specifically your size and um, eventually it might not fit well you might have it to be bigger than you or smaller than you depending on the general design of the sneakers and sneakers come that way so there are sneakers whereby when you get them specifically at your accurate shoe size they will fit properly and these are the sneakers that are referred to as true to your size because they fit perfectly they are as exact as the actual shoe size and um, 
give you insight about this because you see a lot of people that review sneakers and give you insight about the sneaker they tell you probably to actually go a size up or a size down or if the sneakers are true to your size and these are very very important notions that we should actually get to know because it gives you a very very substantial detail about a sneaker so you know if you are going to buy it you probably should buy probably a size ahead of what you want to buy or a size lesser than it based on how the sneaker design eventually is another word is ply ply is something that is very common so if you are a sneakerhead and you like the easy brand even though things have really gone sour with adidas and easy but however way the easy brand is one of those brands that really caught a lot of people and one of the sneakers that really did that for them was the ply 350 sneaker and that ply that word ply basically means supply a lot of sneaker heads are not aware of that so supply means supply and basically it is just coin so mean a technology that is being incorporated into the sneaker itself if you look at the sneaker you have like this how do i call it a painted layer on the sneaker that has supply on it and um, it just gives you a very very nice um aesthetic to the sneaker and um, that is something that a lot of people used to refer to easy sneakers you can like go to the supply 350 instead of using easy 350 and all of those very 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 confusing um names for these sneakers based on the kind of colorways that they've been released in so you have different version of this same 350 so to be honest that's just um adds to your differentiation of these different sneakers beaters basically refers to sneakers that are being worn out like you can wear them up and down and the more you wear them the more they look nicer those are sneakers that a lot of sneaker heads consider to be sneakers you can wear every day use them the way you like and at the end of the day you're not disappointed at how you've worn them there's some sneakers that you might not like get the opportunity to wear for long because of the way they are being designed and also the material being used on them so to an extent you might not have like that free will to overwear them because you don't want them to look so worn out after wearing them for like let's say two three times but for beaters these are sneakers that you can wear every day and you don't feel apologetic about how much you've worn them because one way or the other they still hold on and they still hold on well you understand so beaters are um a very very popular word in the culture and it's just a word that if you're used to it gives you an opportunity to describe a sneaker that you wear so well because you can this is this idea that one lose my beaters like this is a sneaker that i can just pull up and just wear anytime i feel last word on this list of terminologies is friends and family friends and family as it means it means people that you think you want to share things with and this refers to sneakers that are being created or being made available for the friends and family of the employees in a particular sneaker brand. So we've had a lot of very nice friends and family collaboration in such a way that sneakers are basically just produced for the friends and family of employees working in a lot of um, sneaker brands. And over time, when you look at the way different sneaker heads show off their collection, Friends and family sneakers are always like placed high because of how rare they are to find. 
and also the designs of these sneakers these are sneakers that a lot of sneaker brands go all out with experimentation on because of the fact that they are not really sending to a wider range of customers or audience so it gives them that opportunity to play around with so many things in such a way that they can actually create an hat out of the sneaker itself and friends and family sneakers come in varieties of packaging and their packaging are always so so amazing one of the friends and family sneakers that i know till today is on my mind is the ben and jerry's ice cream pack like that is amazing like i like the whole idea about the packaging the ice cream box and all of those things it's just so beautiful and those are things that come up when you consider friends and family sneakers also we've had some very nice kids collaborations for friends and families and it's just amazing basically it gives you this feeling of yeah i'm a part of something intimate and that goes along with like just lift someone's spirit so that is why we need friends and we need family so those are list of words terminologies that i feel if you get yourself more into them it makes it easier for you to communicate with your fellow sneakerhead like something came up a while back where i was just in a gathering and someone was like talking about something and he used some terms i'm like oh that's a sneakerhead and he just go vibing basically just because he said words that i could relate to so jargons terms and all of these things that are basically just related to a particular area of life can really just pull you closer to people in just your niche you understand so today's episode was sponsored by manchester united like my team has actually been giving me joy and honestly one of the things i really look forward to in the next few years is just actually european football being able to like actually get into the space of wearing more customized sneakers on field i've not like i've not really done research about that you know if they are allowed to wear customized sneakers on field but however i just feel like it will really bring up so much design and so much exclusivity to players because to an extent you can have marcus rashford rocking a very nice adidas collab custom sneaker for his 110th goal for manchester united and all of those very 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 iconic moments that i feel like um would spring up a lot so if you've had a great time do well to share do well to comment down below do well to like and subscribe once again this is sneak with Aline. thanks for listening